Well, it's 6 p.m. You guys want to do this? Yeah. Is it 6 p.m.? Well, 6 p.m., 9 p.m. Somewhere it's 6 p.m. It's 6 p.m. What are your topics, Sandy? What are you going to do? She's going to be fried the whole episode and just chime in. Yep. You guys are going to fill me in on all the goodness that I missed out on. Hashtag fried. Hashtag. That's what she is talking about. I basically left the planet when I left America. May 28th, 2016. No, 2017. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly, episode 62. Oh, now you added the episode number. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Everything is messed up, you guys. I missed you. Oh, my God. It's been Everything's backwards. Everything's backwards. It's not easy, is it? That's Where have you guys been? Where have you guys been? Last week I was ready to record and then we we're like, nope. No, I, well, I was Sandy. gone for two weeks. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy was gone. In. I actually technically was back, uh, back in the saddle in California. Oh my god, sleep my life is crazy. Um, but yes, I was totally sleep deprived, and um, man, oh man, you can you can actually tell I, I have a bit of scratch in my voice. I don't know what it's from. Uh, my girlfriend keeps trying to convince me that it is, oh, you were traveling, so of course you got sick. But I usually don't get sick after traveling, so, mm-hmm. um, and I don't feel sick. This so, air yeah. conditioning, man, it's killing you. <laughs> but yeah, okay, what so, yeah, so, I mean, for those of you who just tuned in, we were missing last, last week's, didn't have a Pixels Weekly episode in it. That's right. Uh, so it was a very sad week. But yeah, it was very sad. I was like, I have so much to talk about with you guys. I hope we can address everything this week. I actually removed one of the things from my list this week. It is a big week, isn't it? It, it is a big busy. week. Like, usually we're like, okay, we're going to take off and get ready for E3, but everything is sort of happening already, so. It's really wild. Yeah. It is wild. A it's lot of wild. Stuff. A lot of good stuff. So. It's a weird, wild time, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got it's surprised. Fun. Got surprised. How is Italy for uh, it was two great. weeks, ten days? <laughs> <laughs> I know I was there for for twelve days. Yeah, I went to Rome and Florence, and I really love Rome. Uh, Rome is great. Everything like Rome's a lot smaller than New York City, so you can walk everywhere. Uh, everywhere you walk, you find something, so that's a lot of fun. It's Florence, dense. it's yeah. floating. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, which one what? floats? Isn't there a whole uh, city? No, Venice. Venetia, yeah, Vene- How do you say it in English? Venezia. In Italian, yeah, Venice. Venice. Well, in it's not Venezia to me. It's Venice, Venice in uh, English. No, I didn't go to Venice this time. I went to Venice last time. I just went to Florence. I went to Pompeii instead, which is awesome because, like, walking through ruins is is oh, so really you've, cool. You've been before. Yeah, I've been to Italy before. This oh, time cool. we we did two new things. We went to the seaport city of Ostia Antica, mm-hmm. and we went to Pompeii. And the fires of Pompeii. Never a good idea to wear Converse on a trip where you're basically Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. So don't oh. wear Converse. What would you wear? Wear what was the shoes. yeah? What was the shoe you wish you had? 
uh, something really more comfortable, more supportive. Like, I don't, I don't know. You have to find like a really good walking shoe. If anyone has recommendations for a really good walking shoe, I'll take mm. it. Um, because we were pretty much out and about from seven o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, I mean, definitely hiking shoes could be an improvement next time you go. Maybe. That's what I said last time. And I was like, I'm going to wear my Converse because <laughs> they've got padding now. And well, I think a great general once said, you go to Pompeii with the shoes you have. Not that that was a joke. Okay, yes. Forget it. <laughs> forget it. Sure. And I also, uh, also saw on Instagram on the social medias that uh, they only have juice over there, right? There's, there's no such thing as orange juice or apple juice. It's juice. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I got so mad. That's a culture shock, huh? So we went <laughs> to the Coliseum. Listen, she's really mad. And right across the street, there's a, there is a, it's like this little shop. It's, it's a tourist trap. We knew it was a tourist trap, but I, we were hungry. We just wanted to eat a goddamn panini or slice of pizza, whatever. Mm. So there's two options. There's orange juice for six euro. And I was like, I'm not paying six euro for orange juice. I don't care <laughs> how fresh it is, sir. <laughs> and there was fruit juice for like three euro. And I was like, okay, that's a little bit more sensible because we've gotten freshly squeezed juice at the Piazza of the Flowers earlier in that day. So I was like, that's, I can hmm. do that. So I'm like, what kind of juice do you have? And he's like, juice. Juice and I was like, "All right, I'll uh, get yes. juice." Why do you ask? The juice of all juices. You know? Oh yes, and of course, fresh <laughs> juice. Juice, and he comes with the goddamn orange juice, and I was like, "No!" So I paid oh, no. six euro, and then the best part was everyone giving me advice. On <laughs> what <I should> do. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, guys, thanks." <laughs> You know what? I had a. That's funny that you say that because I had a returning. I also had a juice capade, which <laughs> involved. So we went to um, the Sunnyvale every, uh, which is where I live. Every single Saturday has a farmers market, and it just is basically a two street affair. But it takes up these two small streets in Sunnyvale in downtown Sunnyvale, and. Um, I went there, and then there was this, like, fresh-pressed juice thing. And, of course, the sign underneath it said, All juice freshly squeezed this morning, which there's no way that that's the case, right? (laughs) It was like, it had the, like, bottle cap on it. I was like, did you do all the bottling this morning? Anyway, I didn't believe them. This thing gets started early. There's no way they did it this morning. But um, one of the sections was Lime Aid. Have you guys had okay. limeade before? Yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I lime love limeade. Love honey, it. The best. Um, oh, you do honey in yours? Well, I, I, we. I think we probably just have generic agave or sugar or something. Ooh, but, agave uh, is still kind of fancy. Mm, than honey. Agave. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun to say with the scratchy. Agave. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be um, a, a, our new ringtone. Agave. Yeah, agave. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, I, I just like making Yannick laugh. Silly. Uh, so we, uh, so I, I got it, and I was looking at the sizes, and I was like, I'm gonna get this middle tier one, and this is like a quart bottle. You know, it's not not a huge thing. 
Right. Um, and I, I'm like, hey, you know, how much is this? She looks at me. She's like, six dollars. <laughs> so I don't know what it is, but somewhere over the past week, everyone got to s- together and decided all juice is six dollars. Yep. Yeah, he just has to be this juice is six. <laughs> no matter the same if family you're in Italy like, let's, or yep. in America. They probably passed the word. They're like, all of them has to be six dollars at least for this $6. week when they're traveling. Yannick, how about you? We haven't seen you in two weeks. I know. I mean, I, we'll we'll get into it in when I when I talk about my stuff, but um, about my news because it impacted my news. But uh, I'm moving out, so it's 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 a it's a clusterfuck. It's a little bit of it's a little bit messy here. But mm. I'm so happy we have this three day weekend uh, for me to handle everything smoothly and and ready to jump on the on the next uh, adventure. Tomorrow's uh, so gonna be yeah, a big day. I'm, Congratulations! I'm, yeah, if you if you listen to this show on the day of release, it's probably when I'm. Uh, I'm in a U-Haul truck, sweaty, and trying to try to move everything without breaking it. Um, Are you already starting to make bargains with your friends from work and stuff? Of like, hey man, <laughs> I was. People are always like, come, come, I'll get you a beer. You just have to move for four hours of boxes. Yeah. Like, there is no. a no. There is a very good friend of mine, David. Shout out. Um, he's on Discord sometimes. Uh, he, um, I helped him two years ago move his apartment out and his girlfriend out and move everything uh. into his new apartment. And me and another guy went ham all day, following him all day. Thing was, this, but he was like 90 degrees out. It was awful, but it Whoa. was such a bonding experience. I just only have good memories of it and the pizzas at the end. So when he, he was like, I was like, um, I would need someone to move in on a weekday, and and he has a new company, pretty much works from home. He's like, yes, I'll come. I'll help you. I'll take my day off. Don't worry about that's it. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's a friend. One. He's yeah. the one. He's the one renting the U-Haul, bringing it over so that gives, gives in transportation from Queens. And he come. He comes in Brooklyn, and he's gonna pretty much be the only guy helping us. But um, we have a we have equipment to make the to make the to make the transportation of boxes easy. You know, like a dolly and everything. But uh, biomechanical suits. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be demanding on him and me. So we'll see. The secret is all the heavy stuff goes into small boxes. Yep. Yep. Well, I don't know if you followed that rule, but. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, like. like yeah, also, you should have told really him that heavy. before he put his stuff in boxes, probably. <laughs> but she's right, though. I mean, if it's if it's voluminous, you want it to be light and easy to handle. Yeah, um, so, like, the bigger boxes should have lighter things in it, like clothes and, like, stuffed animals. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I move. And, and dead animals. Yep. You know what else is voluminous? Agave. Agave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Despite what you've heard so far, <laughs> we are a weekly video game podcast, and there was a ton of news over this past two weeks. Uh, we're going to try and get oh, to all of it. I don't think we're evenly distributed in our number of stories this week, but we'll all talk and share, no doubt. So since I've front-loaded um, with a bunch of things, uh, why don't I start... Uh, Happening this weekend is an ARMS Global Test Punch. <laughs> is that a new name for beta? Are you guys excited, excited for about arms. ARMS? You are? Yes. yes. Have you played I want it? ARMS. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Well, what if I told I you this? wasn't in the country. Pixels Weekly has an exclusive arms test punch video going up at pixelsweekly.com. Oh, that's right. I'm I managed to... amazed. You and would, I would be. Watch that. I would that's pay right. to watch that. 
I would pay <laughs> two. How much Where's, would you pay? Ten dollars. Take my uh, money. Ten dollars. <laughs> Six dollars. Um, Juice. In classic Nintendo fashion, they did this weird thing with their new beta. Um, just like they did with Splatoon, where they were like, it's just a beta for one hour at a time at random times a day, one of which for California people was 6 a.m. Woof. <laughs> uh, you know, when you're just oh, actually it's five, it. 5 to 6 a.m. So, you know, when you're just up at 5 a.m. and want to play a motion controlled video game, that's the time to do it. Yep. Um, but anyway, I played it uh, two of the one-hour sessions i managed to record some video some of it so i'm going to put that up on the website it is it's fun but it's also really hard to get the hang of like those motion controls at first it you feel like you can kind of mash it a la a wee boxing but your timing is super super important and the i i think at the end of the day the selection of arms <laughs> that you pick is also important um, but there are some modes, and in fact, our friend of the show, Ryan Heyman, was tweeting about this. There are some modes where you're forced to, and I don't think I've seen a Nintendo video about this, you're forced to fight three other people at the same time. So you have to kind of press a button on the left Joy-Con and with your, like, middle finger because you're holding the Joy-Con sideways um, like they're two, like you have two Skynet bombs and you're ready to t- <laughs> So did you how long, how, long, how long did you how long did you play it? Did you get tired at the end? You're like, I can't do this for too long? or was Yeah, well fine? the first one I played for 10 minutes and Jaboy was sweaty <laughs> um, but the second time around I played for 20 minutes and I wasn't standing I was actually playing it sitting Yeah. Um, so the first time I was standing and I, I actually think it could it, you know for somebody who obviously is not doing my most fitness I could actually probably use it as like a fitness thing because you can really start throwing punches and getting ah. pretty technical with it um, people, people said that. People said that with Wii Sports, I still had have. I still need solid proof that someone, you know, <laughs> got their fitness, got their fitness out of it. But talking the, about Wii Sports, yoga. Was, yeah, mm. talking about Wii Sports, you had the same, the same belief that it was hard at first, right? Um, uh, back then, and and it's it was also hard to 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 jump on and hard to master at the beginning. Yeah. No, I think was it hard? I think Wii Sports just had the the button, and you just had to get used to the different motion controls. Right, but mm-hmm. I remember like at the beginning of Wii Sports. Remember the bowling? Like everybody was trying to do like a bowling arm motion, and then by like the end of Wii Sports, bowling people were just like flicking Flick a wrist in, in like <laughs> in, like a weird direction. They're just like you just gotta right. throw a ball like what and. <laughs> And, and it was more it. efficient. Yeah, it felt like cheating. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So yeah, I think that that's where where arms will go. But I will say those Joy Cons are pretty sensitive and pretty hair trigger. So you can you can just with with a quick flick forward initiate a punch. Um, right. So it doesn't necessarily require a huge range of of moving movement um, movement. If I can say that word. But um, there's timing required because I do believe that this is their first fighting game that's not like smash yeah and they were even trying to get it into evo but it just the timing didn't work out for it so i wonder how this is going to do on the competitive scene or if it will even get picked up by the fighting game community 
The other thing is, that and I had this hilarious. game pre-ordered. I don't know. I don't know if this game is for me. Like at the end of the day, there is something about if you do not like competitive multiplayer games, you might not like this game. Even though there are other modes, and I'm sure you can fight the CPU because you kind of have to because you know the online infrastructure of Nintendo. <laughs> um, if you don't like going up against people who can just wallop on you, and I got my butt kicked a bunch, and you'll see it in the video at PixelsWeekly.com, um, <laughs> then you're probably not going to like this game, truthfully. Um, so it's it's interesting. I can't wait to see what happens. I'll probably still get it because I think the the Switch is still pretty game-starved at the moment um, and, and will be through Splatoon, and Splatoon will be another multiplayer uh, competitive game hopefully we get some decent co-op out of it but yeah so mixed feelings about arms hmm i can't wait <laughs> i can't can't wait i can't wait <laughs> no not not more than splatoon though i i know that for a fact sandy yeah i want splatoon first yeah i'm more excited about splatoon at this point um, i did hear while i was away that they had to remove the inkling girls one of her um, taunts from Mario Kart because it was considered offensive. Oh yeah, she was she was <laughs> doing them. She was the up your horse. And yeah. I was like, what was she doing? Course. Explain that she to was, me. I so this this gesture of put your arm like, right like right on your elbow like and then you bring a fist up means yeah up your up yours. I'm gonna jam it, this fist uh, okay. where the sun yeah. don't shine. And it's it's most I think it's like the Italians <laughs> find that sun don't shine. It, <laughs> The Italians find that offensive, so I was like, okay, that makes sense. Well, there is a lot of, like, yeah, and for each country there is a way to say, you know, go fuck yourself, and that was probably the yeah. closest to what they do in Europe and everything, and, I mean, not only in Europe. For what example, the... like, in, in, in uh, do you know that in the UK, it's not the middle finger, it's the index finger, pointed, pointed like, I show it at the camera, like... You're that, that's your I'm number one. <laughs> yeah, you may have, yeah, bring, bring it closer like, to it. But it depends. <laughs> so if you so if you do it like yeah. if, if you do it like palm facing a person, it's fine. But if you do it palm like your this. your hand against them, it's like it's like it's like it's the same connotation than the middle finger. Um, really, and, we're yeah, learning how to swear so, internationally. I know it's just, yeah. It's just, Thanks it's to Nintendo. Weird, so, <laughs> so when you do taunt emo, just try to stick to the dance emo, and dance is probably just like a universal language, so you can get away with it. <laughs> oh man! By the way, this, this is a total aside, but even more video game stuff. Yesterday, I was like, I don't know what game I want to play. I fired yeah. up Rocket League. That game is still good. That game is still good. <laughs> right, I was like, maybe I don't like online competitive else, yeah. games. Yeah, Rocket League, amazing. Still, still works. Still works. Totally. We need to do some one-on-one -on -one, like basketball thing and bet on it together. Something sometimes. Um, I'm gonna talk to you guys. Switching topic, if that's okay. Uh, I'm gonna talk about uh, a game that I played recently. A new game um, that I picked up on Steam for four dollars. It's called Old Man's Journey. Oh, I've seen and, you tweet about this, and it's it's uh, yeah, it was uh, a unique experience. It was uh, 
most of the time you know what i do when i play games i'm uh i think we talked about this i'm like a social gamer like whatever people are hyped about i get hyped about it as long as i can play with friends and stuff like that but it's a little bit different experience every time for me i'm trying to find like two or three indie games a year that i can play and really evade and 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 get away from all these like triple a titles and find something different out of video games mm. and this one was this one really gave me a, a, a really weird feeling i mean weird like a good feeling um and something different i've never experienced playing a game so old man's journey is, is also available on ios and they recommend using an, a tablet using an ipad uh, but you can totally play on your phone um and uh it's it's on pc on steam for like now it's seven dollars but i got it at like release deal and uh, it was just like impulsive and i I've, I've just seen like so many awards from from the i guess the indie game award it was i mean it got like tons and tons of awards and yeah. i was like oh well the last game that i had a lot of awards was uh you know journey um that i picked up later after its release and uh old man's journey is pretty much a how can i say that just like a it's platform. journey for only old men yeah, it's so it's it's a it's a journey, uh, but you follow this old man and uh, you travel through towns and landscapes and so it's a platformer point and click. So you tell your character where to move, but you're also able to drag around, the, modify the landscape of your level so that your character oh, cool. progresses through progresses through the scene that you see. Uh, and you know, for example, you can create hills and connect him to the hill where he is, so that he can so that he can progress and walk through, walk through a valley or walk through mountains. And uh, and there are a few things like this. At some point, there is a funny part where you are he's in a train traveling, mm -hmm. and um, and the, the the landscape is so that you know the rails are not aligned. So as the train progresses. Um, you have to kind of like drag down or up the um, the upcoming landscape to kind of like align the rails together. Um, you know, so you need to lower down a bridge a little bit so that oh, the train okay, doesn't yeah, get yeah. stopped and stuff like that. Um, it's a very unique experience, very unique gameplay. It's simple. You pick it up right away. And then it's funny because everything in the, in the world that you see is interactive. If there is a frog on a, on a leaf on the lake, if you click on the frog, the frog will dive in. Um, if you wiggle your mouse on like an electric cable, the, mm. the, the cable will kind of move. So you're, you're just oh, kind of wow. like con controlling the world and you just you follow play. the path. Yeah, and you just follow the path of this uh, of this man, and sometimes along the way he would stop and take a break on a bench, and and think. And this is where you have to kind of like interact with the world, um, so that he it brings him a memory uh, of his past. And so you go through flashbacks that are basically just like art, like static art. Um, that are animated but it's it, it looks the, the 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 art is gorgeous uh it's basically kind of like drawings it really looks like drawing um yeah, like i art. saw the art it looks yeah. really good and and so you 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 learn about this guy because you dive in and he's like he's, he's he's old and then you just learn about where he's from um you know oh, wow. and you don't really know why he's going on this journey but you learn more and more and at the end obviously you know you put the pieces together and um and, and it's do you really cry? moving and do you it's, cry and do you cry it's it's yeah no, that's it's, what i wanted to know were there tears i can't remember a game that i cried for but i, I know a lot of, i know some people would would like um this like, would make um, people cry. Just like, yeah, it will, it will, you know, get, bring bring a little tear. Yes, it, it, it'll make your eyes a little bit wet. Fourteen, you know, it make your eyes a little bit wet. It's just a, it's just a very cute, very cute game. It's short, 
I think all in all, I, it took me like two sessions of like one hour each, or like 30 minutes, and it's like probably two hours, and you're done with it. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's 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 just like you know, you just sit back and relax and play this game. Nothing really is complicated. Nothing is gonna try to trick you. Uh, it all makes sense really quickly, and uh, and you just enjoy, and you just like you get moved by this at the end. It's really it's it's really amazing. It's it's indie. It's what you want from indie, and they deliver it to you. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Cute. It's. It, I actually saw you start to tweet about this, and I picked up the game. I saw it was available on iOS. Yeah. Um, and I picked up the game purely because you you said such good things about it. Um, so you sold a game. Hear hear that, old man developers. You sold. <laughs> there we go. Um, um, old man developers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I picked it up. I haven't tried it yet, but it sounds like. Do you think it's going to translate well? Should I like just pick it up on Steam too, or is it going to translate well to like touch control? No, most of the time I find myself thinking that uh, touch, you know, the touch screen would be a better experience for it. Um, mm. Just because it might be easier for you to jump from like part of landscapes and move them up and down. It's just like a very oh. the motion that you do is usually uh, very much scrolly, and so when you like you know touch and slide for me it was like click and slide and move up and everything so i felt like i was less you know had less precision i feel like it could be a better experience just like chilling on your bed and just like watch yeah. this story unfold and and use your finger to modify it. there there has there is something also very powerful is using your probably using your your finger and 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 changing the landscape of the level uh, you're you're traveling yeah and, that sounds really cool something just very it's like god god esque about it um <laughs> and uh yeah it's very cute you'll see i'm, I'm sure i'm sure you're gonna love it and i want to know if you're gonna cry because i didn't but <laughs> i was close uh well you've got moving and stuff to worry about so you're not gonna cry yeah no um, oh, yeah I got, I got my head somewhere else sandy should we go back to me or do you even do you want to i guess on the topic of platformers i started playing little nightmares and mm. that's a if you play a character, what is it? What six, is Little Nightmares? Yeah, it's a it's a platformer. I'm playing on PS4. It's available on Steam, but I got the collector's edition. Of course, so you get that soundtrack, right? Is it, I it's, did get the soundtrack, <laughs> and I got some dope stickers. Whoa! And I got a little six figurine. Wait a minute, real fi- st- figures and uh, or real figurine and stickers or virtual? No, like you like stickers. Oh, that's cool. Stickers. I gotta... So does buying something on Steam, they can actually send you physical stuff to your house? No, I didn't buy this on Steam. I've got it on PS4. Oh, okay. Sorry. You didn't want PS4. Did they send you stuff? <laughs> I did through I... Amazon. <laughs> okay, oh. so obviously I'm an old person who forgot how video games work. So great. Because <laughs> I got that Amazon discount. So I was like gonna do that and i played it at new york comic-con last year so i really wanted to Mm -hmm. get in and play it this year i played two hours so far and it doesn't if you get stuck then the game tells you what to do Mm -hmm. but it doesn't give you any story like right out the gate you just kind of wake up in in a room and you've got this yellow raincoat and you just have to get out and it's also a, a puzzle platformer. So hmm. I got stuck and I got frustrated last night. And I was like, all right, I'm done with this. Forget it. I need to take a break. 
and then you come back and you're like, oh, duh, Sandy. Like, it's, you're like, I'm going to go do so something simple. less frustrating, like watch the new episodes of Twin P. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. I love the art. I love the art. I'm watching the screenshots. It makes me th- think of Inside. I don't know if you guys oh, cool. have played Inside and if our listeners have played Inside, but it makes me, f- it makes me feel like it's similar, like you said, puzzle platformer. Beautiful. Yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. It's a fun game. Nice. Yeah, I feel like I lost track of this one and I just lost. I just didn't realize it got released, but I I want to pick it up. I want to play that. Yeah, I think it's more of like a like a sleeper hit. It's like, hey, this is coming out, and everyone's like, it looks really great. And then, unless you're really into horror or things that are kind of like scary, you're not really gonna pick it up. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of. I like horror. I want to play the Fight of the. Tur- 13th game with you guys because i think that would be ridiculous oh yeah um, the co-op horror game yes i think yeah, we, we should gotta, play we gotta that. do that yeah we gotta set that up uh, ryan when i'm when i moved when i'm settled uh, when we were warm and cozy one night together hanging out <laughs> oh yeah drinking drinking <laughs> booze and cozy and getting delivery Hello. takeout together and yeah and having a little agave agave yeah, that could be a good a good game for us to uh, jump back into play and play something together. I'd love it. Yeah, it's been too long since we've all played a co-op game. San- Sandy was recommending before the stream started uh, that we all get into uh, Friday the 13th, which I'd be willing to do, although I hear it's not fun playing a camper, but it's very fun to play Jason. What a surprise! Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, like, and, uh, oh, yeah, so one... The uh, camper's you talked about, ridiculous. You talked about soundtrack. I mean, one reason why you should pick up uh, Old Man's Journey on, on Steam is for the soundtrack. I didn't. But um, I regret it, and it's it's a beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. It's uh, it's like this mix of like folky French ambience, uh, with like sometimes some like electro and nice mix to it. It's it's you know, nice. it's it's a good it's a good feel. It's a good thing. It, it adds to the experience, obviously. With those indie games, it always adds great, great audio. Always adds more to the experience. Yeah, totally. Agreed. 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 Cool. Cool game, Sandy. Yeah. Hit us up with some big fat triple A's. <laughs> well, the biggest, fattest triple A <laughs> that I've been playing lately is um, Injustice Two. Have you guys heard of this Injustice stuff? Yes, it's, it's yeah. sacrilege to someone probably yeah. like Sandy who loves Street it's actually, Fighter. It's no. not sacrilege. It's it's totally different. Uh, Injustice uh, from the same guy, the brilliant mind, Ed Boon, that brought us Mortal Kombat. Yep. The mechanics are different, and it's it's such an adjustment from one to the other. But I love the Injustice series. My dear, dear friend, Brian Bucciolato, also writes the Injustice comics. The Booch. So, the Booch. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, he does. That's cool. So you, yeah. so you have someone that can actually explain to you what the hell is going on in this thing. Because have you put? Pl- so are you playing it as well, Sandy? I haven't started playing it because we didn't pick up yeah, any new might. games. We're leaving the country. God damn it! So I think you'll really like Injustice. So here's a couple facts about Injustice. Number one, it has got the very controversial gear system and loot boxes so this means as you sort of play the fighting game you are getting experience that both levels up your character which just straight up makes them stronger and you are getting gear items via loot boxes 
I wonder, I wonder who started this whole loot box craze, you guys. Loot boxes. <laughs> it was very smart, whoever what? did it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you get these loot boxes. In them will be, like, a, uh, you know, a new cowl for Batman that will increase Batman's stats. Now, for the fighting game nerds, there are online modes where you play against other people, and none of the stat differences count. It is just a cosmetic change, and it is still the base level fighting game, and all stats are leveled up to 20 or whatever. Cool. But for us normies... <laughs> uh, <laughs> for us normies for us normies, casuals. Our filthy casuals. <laughs> um, I love this, and I'll tell you why I love it. Um, uh, maybe this doesn't apply to you, Sandy, but Yannick... Uh, I shouldn't prejudge. Sandy, Yannick, have either of you had action figures growing up? Yes. Well, I used to love the action <laughs> figures. Well, maybe you had dolls. I don't know, Sandy. I don't know how girls work. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I had all the things. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what a surprise. You had Funko Pops just up to your head. <laughs> um, so I used to love the action figures. Like Power Rangers had some of these. Batman definitely had some of these where you could like put the armor and stuff on the action figures. I think in this way, Injustice is actually more successfully doing the, like, toy people in a toy box fighting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more than Super Smash Brothers even is, right? Super Smash Brothers is a conceit is like, these are all your Nintendo toys fighting each other. Well, in Injustice, I can literally dress up my action figures and I can go and buy accessories for them. That's the most action figure thing I've ever heard because... I think as a pure fighting game, it's actually pretty deep and complex, um, although I don't exploit you know, the full depth of that fighting system. I can, as a single-player person, never play online multiplayer and have an endless amount of stuff to do in this game. Mm-hmm. You can go into something called the multiverse, which is this in-fiction justification that says... The f- you're fighting guys from different dimensions, so Batman can fight Batman, and Robin can hate, you know, Catwoman. I mean, it's just all this stuff. And they set it up and, like, this Robin looks weird because it's a different universe, so well. Um, so, and they also have, like, modifiers, so, like, randomly in this match, you know, people will shrink. Randomly in this match, health will drop. Randomly in this match, like, there'll be environmental hazards. So it gives you this ton of variety, ton of stuff to do, and you're earning loot boxes, and you have dailies and stuff that you can run. Um, it's super, super, super fun. How is now, the story mode? How is the story mode? Oh, for story a fighting mode is, game. Uh, well, in Street Fighter, story mode basically doesn't exist still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not. So at least you have one, I guess. So. Uh, yeah, so at least we have one, but I actually think it's super good. I loved the first Injustice, the... Uh, for people who haven't played it, essentially the setup is the Joker uh, used, like, Scarecrow fear gas to um, to confuse Superman to the point of Superman accidentally killing Lois Lane. Uh, which is a big deal, if you follow DC Comics and all. Uh, or even have a cursory knowledge. And then Superman, after he kills her, goes off the rails kills the Joker and tries to implement a police state where he is the king of everything and no crime is allowed and he's going to kill everybody that does crime. Batman puts him in prison. That's where this game starts. And um, 
the original Injustice, I think, is on PS4. So if you have a PS4, you can pick it up and play it. It's super fun to play through just the story. Yeah, um, it is fun. And, you know, this is like a six-ish hour story. Like, it's it's a... And it's a story that's like, hey, what are you doing? I don't know. We're going to fight. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, like, that's most of the story in this game. Uh, but it it does a good job with its exposition. And... And honestly, if this loot stuff is now going to come to the next Mortal Kombat, which I got to assume it is because NetherRealm Studios and yes. uh, and Eduardo Boone. I don't know if his name's Eduardo. It's just Ed Boone. <laughs> um, I love Ed Boone. He's like the nicest guy. And then you play Mortal Kombat and you're like, what? You're like, Ed, why is everyone's spine getting ripped out? But It's, it's like... Oh, totally realistic. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I love it. Yeah, the super moves are great. Batman's super move is he punches someone, wraps up their legs, uh, presses some buttons on his like little arm computer, and then goes, now! And then they get... <laughs> They get, uh, uh, like, shepherded up in, like, a balloon, and then the Batwing catches them, and then the Batwing flips around and just shoots bullets at them till they crash back down to Earth. It's the mo- And that happens in the middle of a match, you know? Yeah, they're so, it's so ridiculous. I remember he was always, like, punching someone, stay down, and it's like, uh, yeah, stay okay, down. stay down. I think Whenever the only Whenever I'm fighting characters- Superman, he keeps going, you're going back to jail, Clark. <laughs> who is the uh who is the must pick for you who is um i'm a batman guy all the way for sure uh, yeah my, my but like the, the one that feels the best is batman well apparently he's also an s tier character so congratulations to me by accidentally liking batman yeah. okay. but um <laughs> i've heard like black, that's my complaint. black canary that's my uh, complaint we're, <laughs> yeah we're going along on this but my one complaint for uh, for dc fans is this is not your A tier DC characters? Okay, let me name some people you probably have never heard of in your life: Cheetah, Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd is the Flash's um, nemesis. Oh, oh, Cheetah cool. is Wonder Woman's nemesis. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, okay, Shazam. <laughs> cool. Shazam. Shazam. Well, that's is an application. Like, that's he's nice. gonna have a whole movie. <laughs> Um, and his nemesis, and he is doesn't Black deserve Adam. one. Captain Cold. Captain Cold is also from The Flash. Uh, Sandy, please stop defending this roster. Yeah, Nobody Ryan, knows I thought, Captain I Cold. I thought we were nerdy, but I guess we're one level. <laughs> we're like the B tier. We're not the S tier. She's S tier. Yeah, we're not exactly. Sandy tier. We're like B tier. And here's not the even. thing. One of the epic shaders, which is just a skin, for Captain Cold is Mr. Freeze. You could have done Mr. Freeze and you chose Captain Cold? What is happening? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they're the God. same people. Who knows? He's in the he's in the CW series, like uh Heroes of Tomorrow or something like that. Oh my god. I and feel he's sick. in the flash. I feel sick just hearing about you talking about a CW series. <laughs> you feel sick and old and like outdated and like <laughs> they all, they're all the same parent company. CW is owned by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owns the DC heroes. It all makes sense. Oh, the synergy. The brand synergy sense. is so strong. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here into this into this yeah. next topic. Give me something. Save me. I up. have uh I have well we we have to, you know, our podcast is here and, and our podcast loves and favorites uh some franchise some some companies and some games and we cannot have this episode without talking about the overwatch anniversary it's the first anniversary of this franchise that we love that we all love Mm. so happy birthday overwatch um 
and that's also gonna be for me a way to scramble a few pieces of news about the game uh, of course uh, the Overwatch anniversary is more than just a date and like you know blow up the candles and everybody go home um, uh, you get to have new skins you get to have new maps new arena maps for 1v1s 3v3s they also released um, different uh variations of the 3v3 and 1v1 which are i think the 3v3 one's called lockout which means that if you win a round with a hero you cannot you know that your team has picked to win a round you cannot get pick those heroes again for the next rounds wow and that's he, cool he, yeah that's and interesting he ma- and he makes up for a really balanced game i have had a hard time finishing like winning a 3v3 and i love doing 3v3s like sometimes in the morning before going to work it's just very fast paced very fun and it, an easy way probably the fastest way to get loot boxes um and uh and i've been just enjoying the 3v3 in general and so seeing this variation was very fun and discovering the new maps doing so is awesome and uh it always gives you a chance they're like okay well everybody go and pick their roadhog and mercy and soldier combo but if they win they can't do that anymore so you know you kind of like right. able are you able to be like oh i know it's not gonna have roadhog so maybe i can pick the perfect the perfect hero that would have been countered by roadhog and have a better shot at it um yeah. It's it's very interesting. Same thing for the one on one v one. You get a selection between three heroes. So you know, like both players can only choose between three heroes, and that's it. And that and that goes on rotation. So let's say like you know, it's best of best of nine every time. And so one round, you'd be like, oh, you can choose between McCree, Genji, and May. And so you know, it could be May versus May, it could be May versus Soldier, or whatever. Um, the world then, is worth the, fighting for. And then yeah, and the next round. <laughs> And the next round is another set of three uh, heroes. Anyway, um, so that that was very fun. Um, you know, it's your traditional Overwatch um, event. I'm a little bit disappointed that they didn't somehow leave a window open to be able to catch up and get the skins from before. Um, yeah. From you know from the whole year uh, because they're still here in the game. You you still see them locked. And for me, who jumped on Overwatch kind of late, uh, I didn't get a chance to to get a lot of the summer. Uh, summer games, um, summer games items, and I at least want to get the French flag for my player icon. Um, and uh, and so yeah, just a little bit of a disappointment. It might still be back. Uh, there's been some leaks on some golden loot boxes, so maybe th- those are the ones that will let you go back in time and get any loot from any event. Maybe I don't know. Golden um, loot boxes. Uh, Every loot box said, I open now is a ton of duplicates. It's starting to really bother. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah me I saw too. that. Uh, I was like, oh man. I do said, like the beehive, the beekeeper may. I think that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I, love I to get I it. This I... one, but and the got, cruiser diva. Yeah. Cruiser diva. I got a cruiser diva. She's very cute. She has like dice on her gun. Like, the, you know, the dice that you have on your. On your oh, like rear, on your rear mirror of a car, you know yeah. the, the pink ones. Um, yeah, I forgot what skins I got. I got the graffiti tracer. I got the jazzy Lucio, which I love because when he hamp it up or you know g- give you a boost, a speed boost or a heal boost, he has a different song playing. Oh, that's something, cool. Something that's more, cool. something more jazzy. That's that's fun. Um, yeah, it's 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 it keeps going at it. And one last piece of news about Overwatch. Uh, they announced. Um, they didn't announce anything really about the Overwatch League, but I guess we can talk. We can talk about this as the, I would say the March Madness, or the, the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. That is for you know NCAA for uh, that is um, uh, of the NBA. Uh, it's kind of like the um, entry level uh, tournament for 
uh, with open sign up for um, amateur that wants to get into the esports scene of, of Overwatch. That's your main entry, uh, and it's gonna be um, uh, just a, a set of tournaments that are gonna happen recurringly uh, for you to pretty much set up a team and 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 show yourself off, and 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 so that Overwatch Blizzard can also find the best teams of each um, of each regions out of your this contenders. Uh, yeah, it's Overwatch contenders. What did I say? Oh no, I just you didn't say anything. I just I don't think sure I that's idea. what we were talking think, about. I don't think I mentioned the name of it. So it's called Overwatch <laughs> Contenders and um here's Blizzard saying if you and your team have what it takes to compete with the best in the world and best in the West, Overwatch Contenders is your chance to shine. Um to find the top teams on the North American and European servers, season zero of Overwatch Contenders will be an open sign up, online only qualifier to determine the top eight teams in each of those two regions. Each of these tournaments will have a price pool of you of, of fifty thousand um, so dollars. Alright guys, well this is an easy fifty thousand for us. I think we let's should just do it. <laughs> just jump <laughs> in we're, just we're like so casual. We can I, even I just be the three of us and then again. find randoms, you know. We gotta be the best we are gotta be the best of say silver tier, right? Mm. I almost, <laughs> I almost, I almost, once again, the syndrome of me just completely lose track of time. I, I jumped in, I was warming up with some 3v3s tonight, and I forgot that the season actually ended at 8 p.m. So when I jumped out of my arcade, I was like, oh, right, let's jump in. I get the pop up being like, thanks for playing season four. Um, okay, thank you. By the way, season five, probably as you listen to this podcast, just started, so get on it. And, um, the Overwatch Contenders is going to be a great thing for me. I mean, a, a lot of complaints have been happening. I don't know if you've heard about that, Sandy, but just the lack of news from Overwatch League uh, has, scared just, some, has scared some teams. Like, they can't <clears throat> get funds because no tournaments are happening, so no money can get in. So they, you know, now at least yeah. this $50,000 $50, can, can help create some momentum again. I think Blizzard needs to stay out of the competitive scene. They mm -hmm. just need to... Make the game, make the game fun. Keep making mm -hmm. changes to the character, so the meta is always evolving and changing. I don't think they should have their hands mm -hmm. in the esports scene whatsoever, because mm -hmm. it sounds like Overwatch Contenders is meant to be like a minor league thing. This is how you get invited to play in the majors, and that just doesn't make any sense. And. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, when I listened to the last episode, you guys kind of talked about Overwatch League and how the intro for the license is $20 million on the low end. That's insane. Ooh. With esports being kind of like a fledgling thing, they need to not get involved and just let the community do its thing and just go, these, we want to have a major in North America. We want a major in Europe. We want a major in Asia. And then whoever can grow it the best, that's who we'll partner with. Mm -hmm. And go, this is like the minimum requirements. This is kind of what we want. And just leave it at that. What they're doing right now, I think, is more detrimental than actually beneficial. It seems scattershot. I, I, yeah, it's just though, like... Sandy, I honestly think as long as Activision continues to be an influence, there's no way they're not going to constantly be chasing competitive gaming. Right, but I think this is even this even started with StarCraft before the Activision-Blizzard merger. So with StarCraft sure. II... Blizzard was like, we want in, we want more control. Um, and what, what they did essentially in Korea is they split the competitive scene into Brood War and the official Korean sanctioned gaming scene and what Blizzard wanted. And that's why it took some time for StarCraft 2 to even catch on. And 
essentially obliterated the scene in Korea. You used to have people coming into Brood War in like crazy rock star intros. And within a few months, Blizzard kind of like killed that. So they, I know they own MLG and I know they think they're doing the right thing, but they mm. should stick to making the game fun and let the community kind of just grow and evolve and kind of go. I mean, use MLG. Like, MLG would be like, these are the majors, and then we want the best teams to kind of rise up from that, and these are the tournaments that we'll pull from. Just do that. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but BlizzCon coming up in November, I think I'm I'm finally at a place with Blizzard as much as I've been enjoying. I've actually been enjoying Heroes of the Storm a little bit more than Overwatch lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, mostly because that's kind of where you know some of our you know friends and stuff have been playing it. But uh, I think this time at, at BlizzCon, like I am ready for something, some sizable type of announcement, both in terms of esports organization and like really making a true commitment to it, other than just like talking a good game and making a cool promo video. And right. I. I'm not necessarily saying that Blizzard uh, needs a new IP, but Blizzard needs to do something a little bit more dramatic with one of their old IPs. If we go to BlizzCon this year and we pay, let's face it, a lot of money <laughs> to go there, um, we're not looking for, we're not looking for. Hey, guess what? There's going to be more Hearthstone. Hey, guess what? There's going to be more Diablo. Hey, guess what? There's going to be more Starcraft. Like. You know, Blizzard, you've you can't have thirteen year dev cycles on your games and your versioning anymore. I need to see something great this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I don't I don't know. It's maybe maybe not an IP, maybe not. Um, I think they just need to say, "Hey, MLG is going to take over, and we want all the tournaments to kind of end at BlizzCon." So BlizzCon is like the big hurrah for it. Sure. So it's like for throughout the year, you know, throughout the seasons or whatever, whatever it may be, uh, it's all going to end and you'll get to see the finals at BlizzCon. I think that would be very cool. Right now, they're just invitationals. Um, and the thing with invitationals is that it doesn't give amateur gamers the opportunity to kind of break into the competitive esports scene unless you're really, really good. But I don't know. Do you think that know, this Blizzard. sort of greases the wheels too with some of the moves they've been making lately for like the say competitive destiny championships to also be at BlizzCon? I mean that is that's going to be in their app as one of the like five potential offerings. Yeah. Or I think I, we can talk about it in certain extent later in the show, right? <laughs> I mean we can talk about, we can talk oh. a, about <laughs> destiny. I mean it's very it's very possible for Blizzard in Activision to go, we want all the competitive games played at the same time and just remove those finals from BlizzCon into a completely new event. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, we just started talking about it, so what do you want to do? I've got I can I cannot do mixer stuff. I don't have to do that this week. Do you want okay. to talk about Far Cry and then spend the rest of the show on Destiny? Far Cry's quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's let's alternate. Yep. Far Cry 5 is a video game by Ubisoft. It seems a little racist. 
<laughs> yeah, well, so what was that story? So because of my own move-out situation happening, I've heard a lot about this uh, game that came out of nowhere, just announced, and already being very controversial. So I need you to, uh, like... Well, look, uh, uh, Far up, Cry 5. Right? Lit up my the bulb. <laughs> Um, the the Ula Bull. Uh, no, uh, we won't, no, we won't bring back that. Uh, Far Cry Five is the next official, I guess, installment in the Far Cry series. We've had Far Cry, the uh, Blood Dragon Trials, which is not a Far Cry game at all, and then Far Cry. What was it? Instinct, which is primal. the dinosaur uh, primal. Yeah, that which is um, just like a weird version of Far Cry, but this is Far Cry 5, the official Far Cry. It takes place in Montana. The bad Ooh. guy is a weird, secular, religious, white supremacy sort of cult leader dude. Um, which I actually think is a compelling theme for the game, and yes, I think it's a little weird that all of a sudden we have um, say white guys from the middle of the country going, wait a minute, why is it okay to shoot white people? This isn't great. <laughs> but I think, like... So here's here's my take on Far Cry 5. It's a Far Cry game, and I think that this game is in trouble for a couple reasons. And and, and by the way, in trouble might might be, like, it could still be commercially successful, but what I mean is, like, in trouble in terms of public perception. Because, mm -hmm. number one... Um, it's a Far Cry game. It's a Far Cry game, right? And unless they're doing something really cool that they're going to show us at E3, fingers crossed, which is coming up soon, um, we are now in a position where Far Cry and the Ubisoft formula, period, is and they're planning on doing another Assassin's Creed this year, is being really squeezed. It's being squeezed by games like Horizon Zero Dawn, which look much better and do storytelling better, and it's being squeezed by games like Zelda and Rust and, and PUBG, which are doing like emergent gameplay, systems-based stuff in a much better way. So, like, if it's not going to be as fun as Zelda and it's not going to look as good or tell as good a story as Horizon... What is Ubisoft's role here in video games anymore? If you give me another game where it's climb up a tower and I get a bunch of question marks on a map, I could not care less about this. It's video true game. that the market is a little bit saturated at the moment and that the Far Cry franchise has a hard time renewing itself and, and providing something new and ambitious and different because um, when he came out the first one came out that was like this beautiful graphics and paradise like island where you fight yeah you know when you fight the devil and then and then that's something that now we're kind of like over with and and we have a lot of great shooters out there and uh, with a, a lot of great storylines and i think they're just they're just trying a ballsy move they want people to talk about this game for you know they're trying to stand out uh, is what I'm saying. You know, if yeah. I could, if I could, if I could be in the meeting room with them, I would hear. You know, I would guess that they were talking about let's, you know, let's make a move here. You know, we got to make Far Cry. What is Far Cry? Um, some like, you know, some 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 setup, some story that is that completely stands out, um, and and maybe in this way try to get back to the root and surprise people with this franchise. But yeah, maybe. I think the other thing that is that I say is a danger zone for this game is Ubisoft has now done in a not great way, very 
cursory looks at like race and politics and religion in its games now that I think exposes itself as increasingly shallow um, and not super not super explored, right? Like, okay, this is if this is a religious cult, are we gonna is this game actually going to have something important to say about religion? Is it gonna have something important to say with um, people who are, say, gun enthusiasts in America? Um, probably not, right? Because it's a I video guess, yeah. game and it's designed to not make anyone upset. And now, like I played the division, and at least at launch, we we were well, me and Yannick were playing it anyway. At least at launch, <laughs> your first what ten levels of that game, you're basically just shooting black people in hoodies. Yeah, that's true. In New York, and now we talked about this be, on the show actually. Right, yes. and now you're going to be shooting whatever like religious white supremacists yeah. in the middle of Montana, and. And, and and if that, or they're going to be, you know, obviously doing some pretty horrific things to people of, you know, color and gender and all this stuff. So, um, I just think like Ubisoft, if you're going to, if you're going to use this stuff as marketing and you're going to use this, like your box art is a guy, it is everybody posed in the last supper pose with guns and an American flag on the table. If that's your pitch, you better have some like really good writing. The only fear we have is that it gets that it gets it just gets too heavy. You know, if it's done in a lightweight lightweight way, with even some humor, maybe. Although I'm, you know, I'd be very surprised if they manage to make me laugh with this kind of thing. Uh, yeah. But if it's too heavy and too serious, we'd be like, what? You know, what the fuck? Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> right. Like, what is you know, what is what is the point of this? And um, and I don't Ubisoft know. is mostly Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and in mean, that way, it does feel like nice guy Canada trying to like be cool through controversy. Mm-hmm, controversy. Yeah, yeah, um, no, totally. And I mean, hopefully they don't get like I said. Hopefully they don't get too heavy. That's all. That's everybody's fear. I mean, I don't think it's a, a question about it getting too heavy. I think it's just like take a break from it with Assassin's Creed. They there's such a potential to tell such great stories mm-hmm. because even if you know just a little bit about history, you know there are great stories to be told. Sure. And you go Assassin's Creed one, the mechanics were kind of wonky, but the story was good. Then you get Bre- Assassin's Creed two, you get Ezio, which was a great character that everybody loves, and they oh, made man. a whole I, bunch I... of series for Ezio and. The problem that like if you want to know what happens to Ezio, watch the movie. Then you had the next, Ugh. the next one, which was Connor, and like, and that took place in the U.S. And Connor was like half Native American, half European guy that came over during that time. I don't know. Whatever. It's like they want they want to play with real world themes, but then they don't want to have their games necessarily reflect any of it. I j- it's just like at this point we can say Far Cry needs to take a break or whatever, but like also Assassin's Creed's coming back at seemingly at E3 um, with all the leaks that have come <laughs> come out from that. I I don't necessarily need an Assassin's Creed right now. We're telling them, hey, pump your brakes on Far Cry. That's a huge franchise for them. Pump your brakes on Assassin's Creed. That's a huge franchise. They can't afford to do that. I just think like, why couldn't <laughs> this is maybe this is weird, but like I think there's a universe that exists where like Far Cry Blood Dragon when it was like 
cool, weird 80s movie with, like, techno colors and you're fighting robot dinosaurs. Although, Mm -hmm. you know, Horizon Zero Dawn has robot dinosaurs or whatever. But, like, cheesy robot dinosaurs and, like, you have a mechanical arm. Far Cry can be weird. It doesn't have to be political and real. And, like, Assassin's Creed is, yes, about history, but it's also about a guy who's hooked up to a computer or a guy that works for Ubisoft, but inside of Ubisoft, but not really Ubisoft. Yeah, because that also took, like, a weird turn. It, it, that, oh, I don't, Connor was emo, then stuff happens, and aliens, I don't it was like, real. It was a video game. It seems like God. the people that work at Ubisoft have a bunch of new and fresh and and sort of provocative ideas, but the leadership is like, great, now make that Far Cry. Great, yeah. now make that Assassin's Creed. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and figure out how to do that. All right. That's enough about Far Cry. Wait and see. Wait and see. Don't fuck it up, Pixel, Ubisoft. Pixels Not Weekly says, yeah. wait and see. I don't know, I don't know how many times time Ubisoft is going to have to fuck it up to really learn their lesson. So I hope they did maybe this time. Okay, so uh, let's before we go on, because we have one topic left for the show today. Uh, in chat, Mirage Leonardo84, I think I'm saying that right, says, I wanted Far Cry 5 open world with dinosaurs and guns, especially since 2008 Turok Remade sucked. I agree, and in fact, uh, Mirage, I played Turok. Uh, oh, Turok, the, I, I forgot the, about this game. Yeah, oh exactly. The port for oh. PC from Nintendo 64 uh, is on Steam, and I was playing it. It is very good. It is <laughs> very, very good. I was just like, oh, yeah. You die, and he snaps his neck back. He's like, I am Turok. <laughs> yeah, man. Robot dinosaurs. Far Cry, yeah. be weird. Don't be... Serious and political, even if it's just for yeah. And Far Cry Primal was not bad. Far Cry Primal was was interesting. And then they even added some DLCs that added some survival game, survival mode, uh, that was fun and and apparently you know really worth picking the game for. And the game quickly came out at like thirty dollars, and and people had you know people spent some good hours with it. It was not a bad. It was not a bad Far Cry. Um, Hmm. So you got a pet saber tooth tiger. Yep. Sabertooth nope, nope. Tire. Okay, so yeah. one thing left, and I'm breaking all the rules. We are no longer limiting this to a one-hour show because we've got something important to talk about. What is it? Strawberries. Yannick, what is it? Strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about strawberries and their application to our, to our lives. Mm, perfect, um, perfect, perfect. Agave. Strawberries. It's strawberries. They make pieces. agave. Yeah. And put them in agave, whatever, <laughs> kombucha, anything you want. Um, no, yeah, not kombucha. So Get the hell out of here with the kombucha. Kombucha. We'll have um, people that know me in the show. People know that I've been I've been waiting to share my thoughts on this, and I was it was really sad that last week we didn't get a, a chance to record and and uh, and get to talk about it because I've been dying to. Um, but the hype is still there for me. Destiny Two had the gameplay reveal on May eighteenth. Um, they threw a big event. They had a lot of like content creators, like all my YouTubers that I watch and follow on Twitch uh, and on YouTube were there. Even people that are not regularly playing Destiny Two, even French YouTubers were there apparently. Uh, so they sent a lot of invites. Everyone probably, like, but you, Yannick. <laughs> exactly. Right? I guess they didn't notice me. Um, they didn't notice me, and it's like um, it was like around more than 500 content creators out there. Wow. Uh, obviously, the whole Destiny community that we know. Um, 
So we got to come there. up, by the way, we always, whenever we talk about Destiny 1, I always go, hope for the future. I can't do that anymore because Destiny 2 seemingly doesn't have this song in it, right? Oh, yeah. So like, we got to f- maybe write our own song. She would be like, it's now the future. Or and it collapses or something like that. <laughs> the future collapses. Yeah. Um, so what we saw, what we saw was like a, they had a big production, big stage. Uh, it looked like you know, it looked like a legit. They they rented the whole a whole complex for it, an event center. I forgot exactly where it was in California, yeah. and they had a and they had um so they had an hour of stream on on like reveal of the game, and they had the content creators later uh, be able to play in a in a room, you know, do, do you play the new PvP mode, play the new strike, uh, play a couple of the new things in in the game, and uh, and give us. This content later on YouTube. Um, so, mm. to, to to so to give you my first th- thought. Uh, so, Destiny Two is set to be uh, released on des- on on September eighth on consoles and PC. We don't know yet, so I'll get back to that later. PC is like another story that gets me really upset, actually. Um, but the the Destiny dun, Two dun, reveal dun. itself. The Destiny Two reveal itself was a little bit underwhelming for me. I don't know what I was really expecting, but. I wasn't expecting them to spoil the story for me. The story looks really well done this time. It looks really well written. Um, you get into an this actual story. Yeah, so you get yeah. into in the, it that it exists and, and it exists and it and it will unfold um, kind of nicely. So you are uh, seeing a uh, tower that is where your gardens were residing and where you were landing every time. Uh, this tower is now gone, destroyed by the Cabal. So you're out in the wild in the city with civilians that you've never seen before. You know, like, you, you, you're going to fight next to civilians. Mm. And, um, and the three um, major, um, I would say, classes leaders... Uh, Zavala, Ikora, and KD6 are spread in the world. So whoever you're going to start with, obviously, like um, we mentioned before, you're going to start fresh. Your items are not going to carry over. You lost everything. Everything burned down. And whatever class you're going to start Everything in, burned down. Everything, everything burned is, down. That's very symbolic if you think about it. Not your emotes, is, though, right? Do you get to not, keep your emotes? Uh, no, you, get, you, you keep your haircut. You have the same haircut. You have the same style. <laughs> That's how that's how your character will carry over his style and race. Because you protected it with a helmet, of course. Yeah. And nice. so you start. You start. I guess the 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 story is really gonna start with your respective leader, and uh, and you're gonna progress through a story that is probably gonna be uh, different for each class that you're gonna that you're gonna um, that you're gonna play with, um, and. And yeah, so the the story looks really nice. Uh, they have, but then the rest of it for me for the announcement, it really looked marketing for another DLC. It was just like, hey guys, we got new strikes, we got yeah. a new set of weapons, we got obviously brand new exotics, you know, that you never seen before. None of the none of the old thing will be here anymore. The, the 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 weapons look really cool, and that's one strength of the game is that the weapons feel and look and are unique in themselves. So that's that's still here. Uh, the strikes, you know. So so I was like, okay, okay, when is the big announcement? When is it? Um, it just felt for me like a marketing of another DLC uh, is what I'm saying. That's how I felt. I was like, they give me the same spaghetti again, you know, with the same sauce on it. 
uh, put some parmesan on top and <laughs> ship it like this, and like it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tasty. It's there, you know, the way they announce is like sure. new weapons, new maps. I'm like, I mean, I fucking hope so. Giving you, giving you right. new maps. <laughs> you better like, give me new maps. You better new give game. me new maps. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Exactly. New it's maps, new, new weapons. It's a new so, game. We promise. So we stop. promise. Yeah. So stop. Also, stop mentioning the past. Stop being like we're not. You know, we're we're better now. We're we're better we're a better franchise now. I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm ready to believe it. But now you're announcing something, and there you have like three hundred thousand people watching you on Twitch. Can you give me some yeah. freshness here? Um, also, they were really not good at reading their script. Like they could have used a little bit more rehearsing. <laughs> yeah, a um, little bit. It's always just like, oh my god, this uh, like uh, lazy. The, the best time like that a I had. There was, but they were just reading it. And the best thing was to watch the reveal. Through Doctor Disrespective stream, I don't know if you know this streamer. He's like a oh, no, I don't. he's a comedian streamer. He plays a lot of H1. He plays a lot of uh, PUBG. Um, and he's you know he went on like putting it, and he was you know he had his overlay on top of the stream, and he was just like he's just a hilarious actor. Like he's you know he's one of those that comedian streamer you know um, that play a character on 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 stream. Oh um, yeah yeah yeah. And uh, and so he's like he plays this very mania like. He looks like a maniac. He looks very like egocentric. Like I'm the best of the world. I'm the face of Twitch kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and yeah. he's very funny. Like and then, and he was a very fun, very fun thing to watch him watch it with him. And I couldn't agree more with him that it was just boring AAA announcements. And there was there was nothing announced. Uh, the cool, if I have to stay positive, but I really have a hard time being positive. I think I'm only gonna be positive with it once I play it, because yeah. until then, they're not gonna show me anything really, uh, they're not gonna be able to show me something that is gonna make me change my mind. Um, the, good, the good thing about it is that there's no more, no more traveling back to orbit you know, kind of thing before you get to. Oh my god! Before you jump to another destination, so now you are you're jumping back to your ship to travel from planets, but you're doing it from a from planet to planet. You don't have to go back to this orbit area. Um, I'm guessing the orbit area will be the only thing you see. Um, like I guess at at first load, at first loading screen, kind of thing. Are, are to they decide where you want to go fast first. Fast travel exists in the game. The thing that's been in video yeah, games so since 2000. It, 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 Finally, One they're gonna do that. Yeah, <laughs> and also, I hope you get more of that open world feeling where you switch from. I'm, the social spaces are gonna be in, in the middle of the enemies. You know, the camps are gonna be surrounded by enemies. You're out in the wild. It's everything is destroyed around you, and you're probably gonna have to rescue and and and, and fight against this new enemy. Um, so we'll see. We'll see it unfold, guys. The last thing that I'm upset about is the PC uh, story. So as you guys knew, the, the day I heard about the release date, I went to GameStop and ordered my collector's edition, $200 worth for PC. Why? It's not... I love collector's edition, and it's I not do what? not like that collector's edition. Yeah, so I get my backpack, what? dude. I'm going to have a sick... I don't, oh, that's I cool. don't like if it. If you get a backpack, that's pretty cool. Um, it's a messenger bag, and it's not, like, it's not cute. Well, is it yeah. hopeful? I'm, I'm, no futures destroyed. I'm 100% now. sold on it, but well, but the problem is that I might not get my game with my collector's edition because apparently PC yeah. is not coming out on September 8th. So what they've been saying is like comes out on consones on September 8th and uh and at a later date PC for to PC. Follow. I'm like what the f- <laughs> what the f- what the fuck, dude? Like yeah. why do you even start a pre-order of PC if you're not going to ship it? So here's what my guess is. 
and follow me on this. And and props to Tim the Tatman, who is a famous Overwatch streamer, and he he posted a YouTube video and he was giving him his feedback on the whole Destiny 2 reveal, and uh, he was just like me, very upset about PC, and he said something fair. He was like. So he's like, I'm not an engineer, but I don't know how difficult it is, especially since they had PC available at the demo, at the event. People were playing on PC. That was the only platform available. And and it seemed like they had great, great graphics. The um, frame per second was not capped. So, you know, with the best PC, you can run it at 300 frame per second if you had the right monitor, if you want. Uh, They had different, like, settings for field of view. Uh, They they seemed to have a really optimized, um, optimized version of PC already, um uh, shown at the event and now you hear but... and and so my 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 idea is that activision was like P- sony was like hey so so hey you guys so yeah so you know like this is hey this is sony um you know we've been paying you to have this exclusivity um, sorry i so, like the idea that sony starts off their phone call by saying hey comma this is Sony. This is Sony. <laughs> this is sony. You know you, you got you got my number you know hey, you you made me die Michael a bit, Sony but, so, so we heard about this thing called PC that you're gonna release, and um, and 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 so it's cool, right? But but like, what do you what do you think about just delaying it a little bit, just so that people can because that's uh, what's that's gonna happen if you deal. delay it. If you delay it three months for me, I'm I'm getting it on PS on PS4. I was planning on like getting it playing mainly on PC, but now that I don't see any choice, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. Fuck that. Um, well, the truth is, is I, you're probably going to do what I did and pull an Overwatch and buy it on both. But yeah, uh, and they're I'm probably counting and on that. In fact, I'm going to double dick, but I'm, I'm I'm very upset because it was just the hype of it was just like. And also, there's this word called optimization. Okay, I'm I don't know. I'm not a game dev, so maybe someone can give me a good answer. But like, what do you want to optimize for for like six months? I hope it's if it's a week. I'm like, okay, fair enough. My bad. Sure. You know, you just have to figure some stuff out. My bad. But like you can't do that, okay? Like you, it's 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 not it's not cool. Like you cannot just hype everyone up and then be like like backpedal, backpedal because you're backpedaling. You've been like September eighth, pre-order it on every platform September eighth. You know, yeah. if you're not having it on September eighth, don't let me pre-order and put my money on PC. So um, a couple things on this front, I would also suspect that in their marketing agreement, it may have been that they are simply not allowed to say when PC will come out because of Sony. So that's a very typical I don't think thing. so. I think you guys are giving Sony far too much credit in like the yeah. fact that they can bully people and I don't think that's the fact at all. Sony has had plenty of games that have sure. come out for both PC and Sony. So if anyone would not get the exclusive first, it would be the Xbox. So maybe well, this, I know. Like, so, but like honestly, by all accounts, like also Xbox Scorpio, theoretically could run this thing at sixty frames a second at ten eighty p, if if they wanted to, right? But I, the other thing I was going to say, Sandy, which I think is uh, you know kind of along those lines, is yes, we did see a very optimized strike and maybe a story mission on PC. But that could be literally all that is optimized at the moment for PC, mm-hmm. and they don't right. have basic like ground mechanics working or social hubs working like reliably on PC yet. Um, I mean, the the, the 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 good the hope for PC and the hope for the future on PC is that the uh, they made they made a smart <laughs> move and everybody was kind of surprised by it. Nobody saw it coming, but they are gonna have um, Destiny Two on PC run online, run through Battle.net which is a very smart choice and will at least 
will at least um, not make you wonder about cheaters and Battle.net being a very robust uh, platform against cheaters. Uh, and Steam would have been Steam would have been an, another it's story. It's just a link. It's just a, a link for Activision to control where people buy the game and where they're getting the money from. They don't have to share as much money with Blizzard because they're the same company as they, they do with Steam. They don't have to Steam. share any money. Exactly. Steam, you got to so, remember, Steam takes thirty percent. I mean, that they too, might have that a too, better negotiated like, yeah. deal with some place like yeah. Activision, but like we make literally the full sixty dollars. Everybody we sell it to through Battle.net is a big deal. Yeah, for, for that's me. exactly what it is. It's like we have a platform. It works to Blizzard's advantage because Blizzard has these free-to-play games. They have Here's of the Storm. They've got Hearthstone, mm-hmm. and then they have solid IPs, Overwatch. Uh, World of Warcraft and Diablo that people who probably haven't played those games are like, oh, Destiny 2 is going to be on this. Uh, I see my friends are playing Here's a Storm. Let me get on that. So it makes sense to kind of like have like a cross-pollination in, in the gamers. But I don't think it's a... It's got nothing to do with servers. It's just here's a link, buy the game, no, it's I mean, easy the, the, access no. for Activision. I mean, the servers are going to be Bungie-hosted, and Bungie has actually unveiled in the in the weekly update, they've unveiled some details on, on like, you know, a lot of people have been asking them, like, if you want the esports teams to grow for Destiny 2, we need some kind of dedicated servers. And uh, and so they gave some technical... I'm not going to get into the details, but they get some really good... Yeah. Some really good uh, insights on... It's sort of not. Yeah, sort of not. Sort of like uh, this n- brand new thing that they have. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. If it works, I'd be like, brilliant, Bungie. Good, good job. And it's not like Blizzard is, they're asking a lot of advice from Blizzard. They're asking a lot of like, they've been, you know, I've, we've seen leaks where, where you know, uh, engineers from, from Bungie are getting a lot of feedback from, from Blizzard. They're taking a lot of advice and especially on the way to release a game and everything like that. So I guess they're applying all that to Destiny 2 right now. Um, but, but, but mostly, I don't, I don't know the details. Any, I'm not super big on like PC and, and the story of Steam and everything. But I heard a lot of a lot of the community saying at least people can be weirded out, being like, "What the fuck? What's going on here?" Uh, Destiny Two is not Blizzard, whatever. But Battle.net will at least make sure that you have a sane community and you you have less chance to see hackers and see cheaters and and pollute pollute the PC the PC environment the PC yeah. community. Um, that's so I, mean, I know by default on this thing, Yannick, that you were a. I'm definitely gonna buy it. You're still. You have your pre-order. You haven't thought about canceling it, have you? No, I haven't. I want to know, but I'm because right. I'm gonna get it on PC no matter what. Um, I don't. I'm not gonna pull out my collector's edition. But although I to be order... fair, that that 4K 60, you needed a 1080 Ti to run it, which is a little pricey in terms yeah. of graphics. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about looking into a new monitor. I don't know if I'm gonna go for a 4K monitor or like a 144 Hertz, but. Um, but we'll we'll see. Uh, I I haven't pre-ordered PS4. I was thinking about doing it at some point anyway to play with some of my friends. That's what that was my my that was my first idea is to start PC first and eventually also work on on mm. PS4 as well. Double dip. But I mean now plan get you know the game has changed. The 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 the, the game plan has changed. So we'll see. Um, not not. I'm I'm not having a good feeling about Destiny 2 right now, which is silly for me to say. I've been super hyped, and now I'm just kind of like have it on the back burner and like a back of yeah. my head. It's like, oh, I'm gonna really pay attention when they show me, when they show me, you know, when they show me enticing stuff or like something unique, something new. 
Sandy, um, where are you at with this thing? Are you was there anything that was going to make you a Destiny player, or were you thinking about it? And now you're not. You know. I think it being on the Blizzard app is definitely makes it a lot easier for me to, to go. <laughs> yes, I'm going to pick it up. Uh, Although, you know what? The Blizzard app used to stand for something, which is it was probably going to have a good Mac port, too. And it does not mean that anymore, thanks to Overwatch, and it bums me out. Yeah, well, we all know why. Okay. <laughs> you get what you get, and you don't get upset. But I do think um, I, one of the new characters, like Dawn, Dawn something. DeLuise. Gosh. Uh, yes, Johnson. exactly. Uh, one of the new like classes is really interesting, and I think it's, it would be a fun game to play on PC. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably buy it when it goes live on the Blizzard app, and it probably will go mm-hmm. live within a few days. I That's think. my guess too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, surprise! It's live. Buy it, buy it now. Play it now. Yeah, they might even just be waiting to hear something from their their infrastructure team, going like, okay, yes, we'll be able to handle PC and console day one mm-hmm. server load. You know, mm-hmm. so um, I mean, no. <sighs> wait and see, man. Wait and see. Wait and see. My, I'm still there with are, you. I'll probably get my it. Feelings but are hurt. Yeah, I, I want to see, I want to hear your view. I want to see something meaningfully different. Right now, all it seems like is Destiny 1 plus an extra ability and some, <laughs> in my opinion, much-needed UI improvements in terms of how things are equipped on guns and how you explain uh, character leveling and that sort of stuff. But In terms of gun, they're like, they're, they've learned their lessons and they're going for more of a Halo, uh, Halo kind of like idea which is like there's no more primary special and heavy um they have this like elemental kinetic which are both technically primary weapons so like your hand cannon your pulse rifle and just the difference Mm. between the two is that one is going to have an elemental damage on it uh solar void or um uh, i want to say ice but it's not that's not how they call it i think switching Um, it to damage types is smart right because now there's actually a reason to switch whereas like when you're your primary weapon before like why am i gonna change to this pistol and and then the third category the third slot is going to be your power weapon which is where they combined, yeah. they merged uh, shotgun, snipers, rocket launcher, agave, um, uh, uh, agave <laughs> uh, grenade launcher. Apparently, is going to be a thing. Probably swords as well. So they've kind of like been like backtracking on on. You want to use the really powerful one shot sniper? You're gonna have to fight to get the ammo for it, and you're gonna have, you know it's just gonna be a very yeah. uh, particular use of it. And mainly, the main part of the game will be to use just like in Halo. You know, the main game will be your battle rifle, your hand cannon, and stuff like that, and pulse rifle and scouts and, and stuff. So that's that's a good thing for them to control the sandbox and keep everything balanced and not have something impact by one weapon uh, or one set of weapons. So you know they they've done some like drastic changes, but like I said, it's nothing for me to like jump off the roof and like being like fuck yeah, jump Destiny off too. The roof. Can't, can't. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm with you in, in it that like it they've shown a bunch of stuff, but for me, I never really had a problem with the moment to moment shooting people in Destiny. In fact, the sole reason why I might get Destiny too is because. The first person shooting is real, 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 real good. Yeah. Like what I want to see out of Destiny Two is I know some people were expecting something but like drastically different. I don't know how they were expecting that, like this many years into Destiny's life cycle. Um, or knowing Bungie period. Like they thought like Bungie was gonna spin up an MMO or something in that that span of time. 
that was any amount of good and still had that shooting in it. But I, I, for me, like, I want to see a Destiny where if I start 20 levels behind you and your friends, Yannick, and I want to play with you, that I don't have to spend 20 hours grinding to get yep. to you. I know and what you're getting. I want to yep. see a Destiny where when the game is over, that I'm doing four things over and over again, I want to be doing, like, 20 things over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. Diablo 3, I think, is a really perfect model for what an endgame can be. Give me access to everything, make bouncing between those things even easier than before, and then continue to add systems. They've added in the rifts, then the greater rifts, then the new legendary yeah. gems and stuff, and made it ever-increasing. I mean, Torment used to be a difficulty mode. Now there's like Torment 13. Like you can, you can d- 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 just incremental, incremental, incremental. And I think it's it's very satisfying. I think if there was a mode for people in Endgame Destiny to say, you know what, make all the AI harder and do more damage, mm-hmm. and I'll get better loot and stuff from mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my coordinated group of people who are all really good, let me do that. Instead of just like saying, I don't know, man, go grind Crucible uh, and, and do your daily strikes. Grind. <laughs> so anyway. So we'll see. All right. Destiny 2. We'll talk about it more as we see more. I'm sure we'll see more. Three months. Three. And maybe we hear more in the three exactly. Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. All right, guys. I want, I want you guys to enjoy it with me. And that's that's my goal. Yeah, I'd love, honestly, dude, I would love nothing more for that game to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that does it for us this week. We're over, but it was worth it because that is an important game, and we're excited about it. So, you can get every single episode of Pixels Weekly for free at pixelsweekly.com. We stream on Sundays at 6 p.m., despite last week, <laughs> at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Uh, if you're listening, the podcast comes out on Wednesdays. Now there's so much more schedule stuff to talk about. So much <laughs> more. Things. We're at PixelsCast on Twitter, at Pixels Weekly, basically everywhere else, Twitch and Instagram and all that stuff. And that does it for us this week. Until next time. Adios. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week.